<laughs> Welcome to San Maggie Hate Glee. Y'all are know. You, are what? you dying? Maybe a little bit. My aller- I took allergy meds last night, but my nose is all clogged up. Um, mm. But I feel like it's appropriate, Maggie, because this week, oh, this we, week. We are lamenting a death of sorts. Yes. Well, lamenting is a strong word. Um, <laughs> celebrating, maybe. Maybe a better word. Um, yeah, yeah. In memoriam. Um, yeah. Maybe that's uncouth. Sorry, folks. I don't have a good judge on what's socially acceptable. Uh, well, we okay. Are... This is, but okay. Let, let's let's be clear here. Spoilers. It's the death of Glee Club. It's not a person. It it's not, it's an, not person. like it's not a real entity. It's this fictional <laughs> thing, and we've yes. been waiting for it for so long, and it's finally here. Because we knew it was coming, right? Yes, absolutely. Like that was the that was the answer to all of these plot lines that we had been continuously getting. You know where the the Glee Club was on on the edge. Yes, Sue was gonna chop them, and here we are at yes. that chopping. Uh, we're in season five. This is episode thirteen. It is the hundred and first episode of Glee mm-hmm. ever. Uh, it's titled New Directions, and that this is it. Yes, it's weird to think <laughs> that this episode is called New Directions, but it is in fact. I guess the end of New Directions. Anyway, uh, we'll get into it, but more like old directions, you know. Am I right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> this originally aired on March twenty fifth, twenty fourteen, with two point six eight million viewers, which is down from last week's two point eight million. Um. They are just going yeah. down, down, down. Yeah. Well, I mean, this and notably, um, while this is kind of linked to the last episode, the hundredth episode. Um, this did air a week after that one, so losing <sighs> some viewers there. Glee. Why do you do these things? I don't understand. Like, you know how, so for instance, in the last episode, uh, we sang all these songs that we had heard before that had been voted on, actually, I learned from a oh. tweet that got sent to us. They were voted on by like fan submission to choose the songs that would be redone. Oh, okay. Uh, and... Uh, but then they just sort of threw that out the window for this episode. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, except and... it, it's weird because there is moments where people are like, we're not going to sing a song we've already done before. And it's like, but nobody else did this week either. So <laughs> Exactly. Um, and it's been a week since you did that. So why are you referencing it? Who knows? <laughs> uh, it was written and directed both by Brad Falchuk. And uh, yeah, we start the episode with Holly Holiday and April Rhodes sitting in the teacher's lounge because if you recall they're here to save the glee club they're yes yes that's what that's what's going on um they're playing fuck mary kill with brad figgins and will schuster yes Uh, Um, sam let, let, let me hear your answer yeah well okay so i very much like obviously i am gonna kill will um oh sure i feel like it's for the best um then it gets real rough um if I marry Figgins, do I? I don't have to technically like do the nasty, right? Like, no. I we mean, just I have guess a. You could stay chaste. Um, <laughs> yeah, just he 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 is quite a religious man, so I think you could could pull that. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I'm staying chaste for God, something like that. Yeah, and then I I guess that means it leaves a uh, Boinkin Brad there, but uh, I'll make him wear like a paper bag or something. So yeah, okay. So here's what I think I would do. Um, I think I'm going to marry Will. Oh, okay. 
Um, because marrying Brad is a bad choice. He has massive gambling debt. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He lost his home and family mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so, but I think I would fuck Brad okay. and then kill Figgins. Um, oh, okay. Because Figgins has been a total a-hole, especially <laughs> to the gay kids. Yes. Um, and I think he deserves to die. Um, I mean, Will, honestly, yeah, I mean, yeah. Will, on the other hand, like, he is a piece of total shit. Um... But I also, like, wouldn't let him push me around like Emma does. Sure. Um, yeah. That's, I'm, that's really shitty of me to say, actually. Um, <laughs> You'd be more Emma, of the Terry in the relationship? <laughs> I wouldn't, like, lie to him egregiously and, like, force him into a job he hates. But I would, like, try to shape him up a little bit and, like, yeah. just be like, yeah, you can't say that kind of shit to me, Will. Like... You don't get to decide what I do with my body, my life, or my um, mental illness. Bye. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I c- can I divorce him after I marry him? <laughs> see, Just to I, yeah. add insult to injury, you know? <laughs> well, see, that's the big thing for me is like, let's be real. The real answer here is we just want to kill all of them, right? Like, yeah, kill and, them all. <laughs> uh, a- April does have an interesting answer uh, where she, she says that she's going to, um, I think have sex with Figgins is that she yes. chooses someone that isn't Will because she's going to marry Will. Yes. Um, and she makes like a very sort of disturbing joke about dissociating during sex. Um, yeah. Yeah. She talks about how she can, she's gotten to, she's gotten to the point where she can kind of like hover above her body. So she doesn't feel anything anymore, which is a uh, woof. Um, um, yeah, she gets called an alcoholic dwarf whore by <laughs> Sue as she enters. Yes. Um, she's like, Holly Holiday, oh, and the alcoholic dwarf whore. Like, um, that's a, that's fun. Um, and then we, don't forget, Holly and Sue are BFFs. They've been BFFs yes. um, since forever, um, basically, yes. because Sue is sort of obsessed with Holly's um, energy. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I I had completely forgotten about this, which I really enjoyed that they kind of re- reminded us this because Holly, like Sue, is like, you know, normally April. Also, I I also wanted to note that April is pouring at least two full packets of sugar on her half a cantaloupe that she's eating. Yeah, cantaloupes like, are fucking sweet already, dude. What the hell? <laughs> her teeth are gonna fall out, but um. So then Sue is like, normally I would make you leave because you're not a teacher and you have no business being here. But since you're with Holly, I guess it's it's cool because Holly's my BFF. Um, and then yeah. we see their uh, their amazing race audition tape. Yes. Where they are wearing matching blue and pink track suits. And yes. they tie their legs together for about a 10, like a, maybe like a 10 feet race. Yes. In, the, in a McKinley hallway where they scream. In, yes. sync, in sync at the end um and i yeah i mean i would put them on the amazing race they'd be super interesting to watch just these two actors together on the amazing race would be fucking dope as hell honestly yes um yeah i do yeah. also i do also love they they call themselves team gorgeous um yep. it's wonderful i i do really like this um but then uh to kind of like round out why this is happening in any reason um we round out the scene by having holly and april convince well convince they they pretty much just demand that sue lets them like do a musical experiment with one of the other yeah extracurriculars putting music into a different club yes um, sure and uh, uh 
April is like, oh, well, it's proven test scores, blah, yes. blah, blah. And everyone's like, no, <laughs> quiet. <Shut> <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't want those lines repeated. Not in this episode. And yeah, then uh, we we go right to into a monologue by Tina. Uh, she's walking down the hallway and she's talking about how she's been rejected by Ohio State. Yes. Which um, was her backup school, which is super surprising to me because Tina... Um, is a national show choir champion. She also uh, is the salutatorian of this school. Her GPA is good enough to be valedictorian, but she, um, yeah, I don't know, demurred from the yes. role. Yeah. And uh, I just don't understand like, yeah, why. It's, it's so weird to me because the idea that like she's like, oh, I haven't heard back from Brown, but I didn't get into Ohio State. And I'm like, if you didn't get into Ohio State, what makes you think you're going to get into Brown? Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, does she not even, does she literally not even try with her, like, application to Ohio State? Maybe. I mean, I it guess just, that is how backup schools work. You kind of just send in all the stuff, but you don't really try that hard. But that seems not um, Tina. That doesn't seem no. like Tina. So, uh, she says that she's going to uh, apply to a school in New York because she wants to go to New York with everyone else. Uh, mitzvah University. Yes, which is notably because for Jewish I guess people. Yes, Tina has. She mentions in this line that she was adopted. Yeah. So from what I into I, a Jewish family. Yeah. So I, I I think what it is is that her parents, like one of her parents' last name is Cohen and the other one is Chang, and that's why her name is Cohen Chang with the hyphen. Yeah. So the the Cohen half of her family is Jewish. So yeah. she's she says that she's trying to apply even though she hasn't really done any of you know any of the, the Jewish, Jewish stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, she yeah. um she's like, oh, but this is the only school still accepting for fall admissions. Yeah, and I I lied saying. She, by the way, this application is full of lies. It also has a photoshopped picture. Yes, I love of, we, we of s- her with like a rake. <laughs> yeah, we see her photoshopping this picture. Apparently, it's on like um, I guess like some kind of like service trip or something like that. But yeah, be- yeah. because she's late to turn in her application because of a kibbutz. Um, <laughs> sure. She she admits that she doesn't know what that is, and I don't know what it is either. Um, <laughs> I don't either. So we're all yeah. in the dark together. But um, she essentially, she's just desperate to be able to go to New York um, because that's where everyone else is going. So she wants to make sure that she can go with them. Um, and so then she arrives to the Glee Room where Rachel, Artie, and Sam are packing up trophies. Uh, and um, Then Clayne enter. Yes. And they're like, we have great news. And Sam says, you got married and adopted Russian twins. <laughs> and, and yeah, we, we learned about Sam's fan canon for Clayne. <laughs> um, but so. Uh, and, and they're like, yeah. no, Blaine got into Niata. And yes. they say it in, in sync, of course. And um, yeah, everyone gets really excited. And in the celebration, Sam has a big trophy in his arms and he sort of swings it accidentally right at Tina's head for a massive head blow. Yes. She goes right down to the ground. Well, uh, yes. And, and passes out. Yeah. And so it 
you know, view or listeners who have been with us for a long time, you'll remember that something like this did happen a few seasons ago, where when teen- she got yeah. a massive head injury inside of a mall fountain. <laughs> yes, um, because we 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 kind of zoom in on tu- on Tina's like unconscious face, and we start hearing some like dream music, and then we cut to an opening scene for a show called Chums, which I'll let you guess. Um, what the music to that sounds like it is amazing <laughs> yes um it it's about like it, honestly it's like maybe like a minute to two minutes but it's this friends parody with all of glee like essentially all of, like old glee in yeah. new york and they all it's... live in the loft and they all work at the same <laughs> diner and it's bizarre <laughs> it's... It's so amazing. It is. It is really good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, there's a few good YouTube clips out there. Just search Glee Chums and you'll find it. Um, it, it some of the best parts to notice are Rachel has the Rachel haircut. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Tina is the only one that gets a title card during the fountain um, opening sequence. Well, didn't didn't she get a title card and then like... On the next and one, it has it like says with, Ra- yeah, with Rachel co-starring. Berry and Santana Lopez, yeah, like, and that's it. That's the only people who get um, <laughs> who get titles um, on the screen. Uh, the fu- the fountain playing is very fun, uh, yes. very Friends esque. Artie has a little like floating chair that he's sitting in in the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so uh, yeah, it's. Oh, my God. And then yeah. we go to the loft. Artie enters and is like, oh, those 10 flights of stairs. I wish this place had an elevator. And Santana's like, oh, it does. And then we get a canned laugh track. There's yes. canned laugh track throughout. Yes. Um, there's there's a bit when Clayne's making out and Tina, like, walks in on them. And is like, oh, if I wanted to see two people in Capri's slobbering over each other, I'd watch Monday Night Football. And... Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's so. I mean, listen, this this little bit's sort of a mess, but it is great. (laughs) Yeah. So the the thing that I know, so um, I'm not entirely sure what exactly distinguishes this because I'm not an expert on like how television comedies are shot, but it is shot in the same way that Friends is, where I believe I think it's a single camera. Multi. Well, multi. Well. Because they, they only single, show us... Single camera comedy. Yeah, they yeah. stay in the wide. Yeah, because um, we... All, for we, the most part. Yeah, so... Um, and the other thing is, like you said, it has canned laughter, and the lighting feels very, like, different. Oh, it's it's bright as hell. <laughs> yes. So bright. Yes. Uh, and everyone is in very bright colors. Yes. Because when they're not wearing their... <laughs> They're diner uniforms. They're wearing extremely bright colors. Yeah. There is um, a, the, I don't know, um, cold open joke is that Rachel won't come out of the bathroom. Yes. And Santana's like, open the G-dang door. And then <laughs> Rachel, comes, Rachel out. comes out and she's bright orange. <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, we also go to the diner. We have the same like wide shot. And it's, it's like a quick cut to the diner, like a yeah. After we see the orange Rachel, it's like bam, diner, <laughs> and Rachel saying, uh, "I will never get a spray tan from a Vietnamese donut shop again." <laughs> yes, and then um, we also Mike is here for no reason. Um, he explains that he's here to teach Sam, dance. He, is, he has reasons to be here. One is to win Tina back. Oh no, did he say that out loud? No, he's actually here to teach the homeless how to dance. And he brought some friends with him to help. Yeah, which is everyone else um, who is old Glee. Uh, yeah, Puck, it's Mercedes and Brittany. Uh, 
yeah. Brittany. So Quinn isn't there. I think that's notable. That is notable. And um, <laughs> the other thing that isn't there is Sam's clothes. It's a recurring joke. Yes. He's naked the whole time. Very What a Joey over there, I guess. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I yeah. guess I, I feel like. This I feel like this joke is a little bit at the wrong time because obviously all these writers are like what well, they all watched Friends so they 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 think it's really funny but Friends hasn't had its big resurgence until like last year so um I don't know if that's right at all I mean Friends has been um like rerunning on t on like network TV for literal decades well, at no this point. Maggie like, Maggie Friends is one of the most watched shows on Netflix over the past like year like. Well, young yeah. people. The young people are watching Friends now. Yeah, but I mean, the young people were watching Friends when Glee was out too. Like, it's. Yeah. Not, I think it's a really, like, easily. Noticed, I mean, like, yeah. Pe- people and... know what it is. I just. I don't know. It, it's fine. Luckily, it's short. One thing to notice is that um, this is as diverse as the cast in New York is ever going to get, and just wait, it's going to get a lot less diverse. Oh, great! Hooray! Um, so yeah, we come back to the choir room where Tina wakes up as people shake her and Sam apologizes and she's like, it's okay. Everything's going to be great. New York's going to be amazing. Yep. And then we move to the auditorium where Mercedes and Kurt are telling everyone about a little, uh, they make it sound like they had like a full out like brawl in the cafeteria, but then we see the scene and it's just like. Kurt being like, Mercedes tots have no nutritional value. And Mercedes is like, I love tater tots. How dare you? Like- um, well, what what it really is, is that they're like, oh, it's a it's a long, long rested battle. And the yeah, the tots thing, she's like, listen, potatoes are vegetables. Ergo, tots are vegetables. Also, like, get off my ass. Yep. <laughs> and- and Kurt's just like, oh, I, I don't know how much potato is really in there. And it's like, what do you think it is in there? If it's not fucking potato, dude. <laughs> well, have you oil, ever eaten a tater tot? Frying oil. But no, I mean, the the real thing here is they're they're trying to get to Santana and Rachel to be like, it's stupid to fight over bullshit. Um, and so in order to, to accomplish this, they sing, I am changing from uh, Dreamgirls. And, and to yeah. really hit the nail on the head, they have spotlights, spotlights. that yes. come and hit Santana <laughs> and Rachel in the audience. Santana like blinks in the light like, ugh. And uh, Rachel's just like, yes, I know this is about me. Yes. Of course it is. Yes. Um, the, the song, obviously, they're really good singers. My big thing is I was like, this feels like a slow way to open this episode. Um, this is our first number. And like, it's not a bad number. It's just... I don't know. I was hoping for a little more pep, but... Yeah, it's a little bit low energy. I can agree. Uh, They sound great, though, of course. We jump to Rachel and Santana in the bathroom next, where uh, Rachel is coming to talk to Santana, trying to sort of float a peace accord, uh, really, in her own special Rachel Berry kind of way. And Santana is... Yes. Santana's like, yeah, great, let's do this. If I don't express my venom, uh, I will be constipated. <laughs> and Rachel offers Santana 10 shows yes. throughout well, the run. after the first three months, specifically, but yes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Santana is like, no, I want them all. Yes. Yeah, Santana is like, I see what you're doing here. Um, you're just trying to make yourself feel better. I am in it for all of them. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you and take your spot. And Rachel's like, 
Why? There's no actual murder threatened. Um, but yeah, I mean, Rachel is, I don't know. This this power balance thing where she's like, I'm still in control here. Let me yeah. give you a, like a pitiance for you to stop <laughs> hating me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I uh, mean, it, it's not it's not super chill. It does really fit with how Rachel deals with her life. Um, the big thing for me is that this is where we start sowing the seeds that like Santana has no real reason to want this at all. <laughs> Which it's like, but she did though. Like she is talented, and like, and she wants to be a star. Yeah. So anyway, she refuses. She walks out. Rachel's like, "Why are you doing this? Why can't I be in control? Um, Why can't I have everything I want? <laughs> I'm Rachel Berry." Yeah. Uh, and we go to the Animal Husbandry Club next. We start the scene with a little um little bit in the hallway where Will and Holly are walking in the hall but we don't see what Holly is wearing and no. Will's like are you sure about this and Holly's like don't worry it'll go over great yes and we get into the animal husbandry oh, club God. where she is in Temple Grandin cosplay yes if you are not familiar with who Temple Grandin is she is um, a very prominent uh, figure who has autism yes uh she spent the, has like has spent the majority of her life um, making uh, better caretaking facilities for cows that are about to be slaughtered. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there is a, like an HBO movie where Claire Danes plays her. That's yeah. what I have seen. And um, be careful if you want to watch it. There are graphic scenes of animal cruelty. Yeah. Also, to know, um, Temple Grandin is also a CSU alumni. So shout out. Oh, We're, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Holly is in this full getup and goes into a speech about who Temple Grandin is in a very Holly Holiday substitute style where, you know, she has a yeah. few one-liners. Do, do, yeah. do you think the affectation is offensive? I mean... I mean, a little bit, <laughs> yes. Honestly, because she's like... So, like Maggie said, Temple Grandin is f- notably famous because she was able to accomplish a lot um, even though she had autism, which... Not saying that that's like a bad thing. It's just you know. So if anything, it, like having um having autism, like allowed her to view things from a very different perspective than yeah. had ever been applied in those situations. So yeah, but so yeah. Holly puts on an affectation to mimic what Temple Grandin actually sounds like, and um talks about how autism affects a person in like like causing you know like loud noises or distracting yes. and things like that which doesn't seem super relevant but then they decide to sing party all the time you know which like what that ed- there is a reveal where holly yeah. pulls off her temple grandin wig to just show her normal hair yes um new directions is also scattered throughout yes. the animal <laughs> husbandry club and they sort of just like dance around her and back her up and then there's an ex- like an extreme costume change yes when they go out into the hallway where everyone is wearing completely different outfits party outfits yes. they're great of course everyone looks amazing yes um but it is not explained how we go from point A to point B no. in the slightest. Uh, we go to the auditorium stage for a huge blowout party number. Yes. Uh, well, and where yeah. Holly Holiday just really lives it up. I guess they, like, what if Paltrow just wanted Maybe. a yeah. big number? Well, yeah. And, and Brad Falchuk was like, 
Of course, dear. <laughs> yes. Um, it ends up being like a big foam party too. The the big thing here, so it's, it's like, like bubbles. Yeah, it's like full. I, I think it. I think it's supposed to mimic like eighties club, yeah, like eighties club. Yeah, and uh, because Will does have that enormous cell phone. Yes, <laughs> he uses as a prop. Yes, and also you know it's an Eddie Murphy number from like the early nineties. I think I don't know it. Anyway, it's it's fun i guess it's very upbeat it has absolutely nothing to do with animal husbandry and also the animal well yeah yeah the animal husbandry kids just sort of like stand on the sidelines like what the fuck is going on yeah (laughs) i I wrote down animal husbandry animal husbandry club are squares um but they are which is a shame um (laughs) i mean i assume they want to party all the time too they just don't know how in this environment right Uh, um my other note is the the bubbles are a lot um the outfits are amazing there's the big pole in the middle that is like big enough to not be considered um like a dancing pole yeah, like I guess like too erotic for Fox. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, but they had one of those in the guitar shop a few episodes ago, so You're right. Yeah. Yes, because Kurt did the dancing on the pole at the not date. Yes. Um but the the other note I have is isn't the Glee Club broke? Like how do they afford all this shit? Um, that is a fantastic <laughs> question. Because it's been addressed now that, like, all of this shit is in real life. Like, Sue has told us that when they do this extravagant bullshit nonsense, it's a real thing. They're paying money for all this crap. And it's just like, yeah. where's it yes. coming from? I don't know. Uh, maybe Holly Holiday has, like... Is, a storage unit full of party stuff. I mean, probably that does seem a very like a very Holly Holiday kind of thing. Um, yeah. Next, we go to the choir room where Brittany has filled the entire choir room with lilies. Yes, uh, because they are the most sapphic flower. Well, and she she verbatim says says they are the lesbian of flowers. Um, yes. yes, and Santana is like, wow, all of these for me. And Brittany also presents her with two one-way tickets to Lesbos Island. This is like the lowest hanging fruit, I feel like, um, but still but funny. It's, like d- it's delicious fruit, super <laughs> sweet and um, full of Britannia good feels. Yes. I, uh, I'm really about it. And... Santana is like, wow, two tickets to Lesbos, but one way. You just don't want to go back to MIT, Brittany. Yes. And Brittany's like, you are right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so then Santana tells Brittany that she doesn't have to solve the world's problems. Just because she can doesn't mean she has to. Um, she just has to dance <laughs> yes. instead. Yes. Um, and Brittany is like, so what's going on with you, Santana? Um, she... she makes a she makes a point being like Santana you spent most of your life in the closet you didn't want to be a Broadway star and Santana's like well a star is a star yeah and I I don't know how they get there but Brittany is like I, the quote that I wrote down is walking away from a dream is you winning like that's how <laughs> yes. she phrases it yeah and Santana is like wow you're so right. <laughs> well, yes. Every, every time I talk to you, you're just so right. <laughs> yes. Um, I think the logic behind it is that, like, she was in the closet and she spent a lot of time caring what other people thought. And so she's doing the same thing now with this Broadway thing because she thinks, like, she, she cares that other people will see her in a certain way. 
And Brittany's like, you're, you don't even want to do this. Like, why are you putting so much effort into it? And Susanna says something about sticking it to, like, to Rachel. And Brittany's like, but, like, why, though? And then Susanna's like, like you're why? right. <laughs> you're right. It's stupid. I don't know why I'm doing it. Um, okay. Britannia is just so amazing and pure and awesome and great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this flower filled choir room remains. Um, because the Britannia sort of closed the scene with Brittany being like, So, Santana, what do you want to do? And we don't know. Yes. It ends. They do cuddle, which is cute. Yay. Now we go to the, uh, the flower filled choir room without them there. It's Tina, Sam, Blaine, and Artie. Uh, and someone is like, where are all these flowers come from? <laughs> yes. And Tina's like, don't worry about that now. Just know that I didn't get into mitzvah school. Right. Well, she she does have a line about how her life is, quote, literally over, which you think she would have learned something <laughs> from a few yeah. episodes back. We're like, maybe we should be more careful with the words we use. But no. Um, but she didn't get into mitzvah, which we get a quick little snippet of her reading the letter they sent her. And it's read by like a dude at like what we've seen in the past is like like uh, an admissions person behind his desk. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the exact same admissions office where they did that interview for Sam. Sam. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so then the same dark well, wood paneling. Well, it's the same one except they put a little uh, Israel flag on his desk, so sure. you know that he's Jewish, I guess. Um, and he calls her a big fat liar, um, <laughs> which seems in a. Yep. It seems not very professional, but whatever. <laughs> but also, Tina did lie a lot yes. in that uh, application, so sure. And <laughs> Sam is like, hey, you can go to New York anyway, Tina. You don't need to have a plan. And Tina's like, I need a plan. I can't just be a loser. Like, and, then, <laughs> and then Sam is like, like me. And then Blaine like says, me. like me. And then Artie's like, or me. And I was like, no, stop. No. That's enough. And they sing Loser Like Me, an acoustic reprise. Oh, my God. It's still a bad song. Like, <laughs> it just is. It's not a good song. Sorry. Like. Uh, yeah. And I have in my notes a little sickly saccharin for my taste. <laughs> yeah. Well, because. Yeah. So, like, Blaine leads with the piano and then Sam leads with the guitar and then Artie is just kind of there to help fill in. And but. They kind of just, you know, walk around the piano and be like, Haha, we're losers. Just wait until you wash my car. <laughs> ah, yeah, I'm, ah. I'm going to be your boss someday. Well, I mean, that seems Are optimistic. You, if you don't go to college, <laughs> <Yeah>. Tina. <laughs> you failure? Are you kidding? Um, But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not that they're bad singers. It's just that this song is so bad. It's just not good. <laughs> like, um, Yeah, it's just. <laughs> it feels um bad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not good. The next scene um well okay. Well, so basically yeah. the idea for Tina is come to New York. You don't need a plan. You're going to be fine. We have friendship and love. Yeah, well, it's going to be all you need. We'll get an apartment and you'll figure it out. And she's like, "Okay." Um Okay. Sure. Rachel and Santana are in the audium next. Rachel is running wines uh for funny girl. Yeah. And uh, she's really on, on her game, try, like highlighting shit, you know, classic Rachel stuff. And Santana comes in and is like, wow, you're always on. And Rachel's just like, I have to be, especially with you gunning for me. And Santana's like, well, I'm not going to anymore. I'm too lazy for Broadway. I'm giving up. Yes. Um. What's What's weird about, so both this scene and the bathroom scene, 
in the in my notes for it, I wrote down that they apologized, but on reflection, like neither of them actually ever apologizes to the other. No. They just like no. are like, I'm not doing it anymore. I don't they just care. reconcile. Yes. In like a non apology kind of way. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. and Santana's like I texted uh Gay Face Director. Yes. I texted Whole Cake, I'm I'm out of the production. And Rachel's just like great you can see her light up like she gets so happy yes uh, she's like i am back in control here yes i love this so much she compliments santana for her bravery yes uh- <laughs> yeah well because santana's like i didn't do it for you i did it for me and then rachel's like yes i understand and it was very so brave, brave of you yeah <laughs> just like <laughs> is that why they sang that song back with the photo shoot was it just a foreshadowing I mean, of this i I don't know. The the I, is Sarah it Barella is it brave song? for Santana to be like this is my oppor- this is an opportunity for a big break, but I'm not going to take it cuz it's not right. Is that? <laughs> cuz cuz it makes Rachel sad and it fuels hatred in our little family or whatever. Well, friendship is important yeah. and their found family is important and to say that like an understudy role um is more important than that is sort of shitty. Um, yeah, I, but it, yeah, but it's also like definitely Rachel's fault for taking it way too personally yes. that Santana got this job. Yes. Um, and then assuming that Santana would be out for blood um, when Sa- when Santana definitely wasn't no. at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and it was really just like Rachel's um, vocalized fears that kind of egged on this entire problem. Yes. No, I, um, I do. I do love that. Like. When we talked, it's like Santana, like originally, just like this is an opportunity, and I took it. And then Rachel's like, "You're gonna be out for my blood." And then Santana's like, "No." And then Rachel's like, "I'm leaving." And then Santana, the next episode is like, "Oh yeah, I'm trying to sabotage her. Why not?" <laughs> oh yeah, I am gonna wear sexy clothes to rehearsal and dig through her panty drawer, of course. Yes. Um. um yeah. yeah. They then Rachel's like, "Well, can we sing together, Santana?" And then we go right into their song. Yes. They sing "Be Okay" in front of the Glee Club on stools. They get up from the stools and dance a little bit too. Yeah. Very minimal amounts, though. Uh, um, it's fine. They they, yeah. they sing good. It's a, it's a it's a, like a bubblegum song. You chew it. It feels good, and then you spit it out afterwards because you're just like, it's fine. It wasn't. It's, it's not like, a meal. Oh, that was really. That was really sweet, and the bubbles were big, but now they're—it's really firm. Yes, sort of gross. Yeah, and um, yeah, they—they they, yeah, and they—the yeah. friendship is back full force. They smile at each other. Yeah, they—they they end the song by hugging, which shows us, oh, everything is okay now, I guess. And we also see Kurt and Mercedes embracing. In oh the, yes. Um, in <laughs> in the audience because they're like, we did it. Yes. Yes. Um, but Kurt like face palms Mercedes. Well, it's more like he entirely. he hugs her face. He, you might call him a face <laughs> hugger, you know. Um, but yes, uh, there is a bit during the song as well where Mercedes is like playing the beat on Kurt's thigh as he like kind of like thrusts it thrusts his leg out and I'm like a oh. just like here's my leg. Uh, yeah, it, um, it's weird. Also, I don't like. Know. In general, just the Glee Club's reactions during this number are also weird. Probably because it's yeah, not a very exciting so... song. Yeah. <laughs> no, everyone's really hypey. Um, yes. I, I think the beat is sort of infectious. Like the those bits. Like it yeah. is sort of fun to dance to or whatever. Um. Yeah, the song's over now. Yep. So then we. Sue yeah. talks to Will and Holly in her office. Yes. Next. 
Yeah, because they got they got some bad press. Um, <laughs> because apparently, like six different groups of people all wrote in to Sue to complain with actual letters, like real snail mail letters, because Sue has them all on her desk. But there was a whole write-in campaign to tell Sue how people, how angry people were about Holly's. Uh, rendition of temple grandin and also the musical number in general so yep uh and sue is like yeah i got mail from 1000 moms there isn't that many well, of them but they're all uptight bitches it's one million moms but yes one million moms yeah. excuse me whatever i don't know the organization because i assume it's anti-gay and shitty <laughs> um I mean, yeah, I think it's um, probably more of an autism thing, but sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. Uh, so then Will... Well, also, like, a lot of those organizations are really, uh, like, neurotypical, like, nor- That's like true. ableist and yeah. shitty. Yeah, um, but so back to so... this scene. Will is just like, cool, fine, It's ne- we'll never do it again, and then, like, gets up to leave, and Holly chases him down to be like, no, I have another idea. We could do Glee on Ice, and Will's like, no, it's done. It's over. I've accepted my fate. Say fini, Holly. And uh, Holly then goes and talks to Artie. Yes. She's like, Artie, I need, I, something. I need to talk to you. Yeah. And Artie's like, oh, great. I'm in love with you, too. Here, wait. Let me send a breakup text to Kitty. Shitty. Um, what a shitty person. <laughs> what a very shitty. Um, but he, Holly stops him and is like, what? No, that's not what this is about. And uh, it's, she's like, it's about Will. And Artie's like, you're in love with Will? And she's like, I'm not in love with anyone. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then she's like, no, meet me today later. Bring your camera. So, you know, Artie's old shtick about how he does film or whatever. Um, so then he's going to school for it. It's not like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a hobby, Maggie. I don't know. Um, so then we move to the choir room. I titled the scene, huh? Because Puck and Quinn are singing, Just Give Me a Reason. By Pink and the lead singer of Fun, whose name I don't know. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it's bad. Puck and Quinn sit on some stools. Yes. They get up and sit down from the stools every now and then. And then Puck sits on, Qu- I mean, Quinn sits on Puck. <laughs> I would love it a lot more if Puck sat on Quinn. <laughs> yes. Um, there's uh, a lot of wide shots of the very empty choir room. Yes. <laughs> uh and we get some sh- shots of sad Rachel um, as she watches these two white people sing a love song to each other. She's like, oh, I used to sing a love song to, the, to my bland boyfriend in here. To, to, um, to, the, to the man that was romantically involved with both of these people. Uh, true <laughs> very true yes um uh my yeah yeah. My, yeah my big note so like quinn is fine the big issue for me is that puck is not as good a singer as quinn um which is unfortunate um and so it ends in a kiss and then quinn announces to everyone that she is accepting <laughs> puck's offer to date him um which seems uh, like it doesn't and then she also yeah she also admits her love him yes as well which puck puck then has a line about um how it's hard not to like love someone after you've seen a baby come out of their quote well, magic garden um yeah um <laughs> I, maybe that's a reference to the bruce springsteen song oh, um, sure. and quinn well quinn's like oh you've always been so accepting of me even the parts that weren't so pretty yes. that's a reference to the song and uh puck's like yeah well Saw the baby. So, saw thing. saw your vagina split open and 
produce a child. So, woo, yep, uh, <laughs> and everyone's just like, woo, yes, um, especially San- Santana, who's like, no, I really like this pairing. Just um, no, I that wording is so fucking like, shut the fuck up. Glee writers, I don't want to hear it from you. Um, they do this on Riverdale legit all the time, <laughs> um, and I find it sort of hilarious. There's like, there's like parts where Veronica will be like, "But Archie, we're Endgame." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, um, they're not, by the way. Uh, thank God. Okay, um, cool. Um, but so then, <laughs> but yeah, then Will takes the opportunity to announce that this was the last song that was ever sung in Glee Club. <laughs> Wolf. Um, wow, really bad. Um, he also calls it like a full circle experience because of this song and i'm like why (laughs) just because puck and quinn Uh, were both well that's part of it it's not even full circle because they both joined the glee club after like that they weren't original members they both joined like in the middle of season one so don't give me that this is full circle Uh, no the full circle is obviously when they sing don't stop believing at the end oh my god Um, no. Um, uh, see, at this point, I was like, maybe they're not going to sing it, but they will. They will. Got to hold on to hope, um, Maggie. It's all we have left. And uh, you see, I think that "Be Okay," sung by Rachel and Santana, is a much better last song. Yes, agreed. For the Glee Club. Yes, <laughs> because it's like a lot more heartwarming. Yes. A lot more like inclusive of everyone there. Yes, and also um, like. Honestly, like, it's not that I don't like the song. The reconciling of a friendship that I actually care about. Yeah, but, like, the song Just Give Me a Reason, I don't know. It just doesn't feel... Like you said, like, Be Okay has a lot more of a, like, generic, like, we all feel good now attitude. Um, Anyway, so everyone is sad. And then we move to the next scene where Will is in a new vest. So it has to be a a later day, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, okay, but Santana has seemingly changed her dress like four times <laughs> in the same day. So. Okay, so Will goes to his office, and on his desk, there's a very fancy invite to the, quote, real Last Glee Club meeting. And uh, there is a dress code on there that says jeans and sweater vest. Tie optional. Tie not required. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tie optional. <laughs> uh, and then we go to the auditorium where we see Will going to his little... Um, his little, like, his judge little desk. stage yeah. thingy. Yeah, his, uh, his little desk in the house. And there is a spotlight that hits him as he gets close to it. And a button with a little sign that says press me and then he presses uh, it and he grows to three yep. times his original size wow <laughs> and then he takes over mckinley and eats sue hole um <laughs> if only <laughs> instead it is a video created by the new directions for the unborn child of will and emma yes um where they where they Praise Will to the end of the earth. Oh my God. God damn it. They do this at the end of. It seems like they've done this at the end of like four out of five seasons. Where they just. You know what I mean? Where they just tell us that Will is like one of the best people that's ever existed. Yeah. Um. (sighs) The hi- I don't believe it. The, the highlights for me Santana talks about the dark ages where um, people didn't think that girls could love girls and guys could love guys, which, you know, that's a nice thought. Um, and then uh, Brittany. It's just like, I guess, I don't know. It seems like such a low bar that will like let gay kids exist in his <laughs> right. proximity. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I understand that it's 
that it's not well, in a lot of contexts and a lot of people's actual experience, but... Yeah, and also part of that too is they make a big deal about how he was so inclusive of the gay kids, but like there's even a bit in this where Unique has some lines about how like he was able to like see things for how they truly were. And I was like, Will was kind of transphobic for a big part of it. Like, don't don't feed me this bullshit about how he was inclusive of everyone because he was kind <laughs> exactly. of an asshole to some people. Well, Sam, don't forget, he let Unique play Mary Magdalene. Oh, that's true. Well, but that was a ruse, <laughs> Maggie. That was a ruse to As get ruse. Kitty, the white girl, to play Mary Magdalene. But... Um, the other the other highlights I had. So Brittany has a has a line that I think is just funny for like this concept. Where at the end of her little scene with Santana, she's like, "Yeah, and ask your dad to do the the magic trick where he pulls a duck out of a hat. It's really good." Um, which I think is just a funny concept <laughs> if you're like making a video for someone's unborn child to like yeah. make them have to learn how to do something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did really love Sam's Will impression. Yes, I thought Sam- that was super hilarious. I, that was my other highlight is Sam's Will cosplay. Um, <laughs> and then there's also like a little bit where Puck is where Puck is always in his Air Force uniform now. By the way, yes. like constantly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's in the McKinley hallway being like, "I used to be not a very nice guy," and then like a kid drops a book in front of him, and he's like. He picks it up and he's like, that sweater is dope. Yes. And he's like, now I'm nice. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. Um, no, I do love the line, that sweater is dope. Um, but like the rest of the video is not really meaningful. There's the bit where Kurt mentions Hepburn and Tracy. Sure. Which are the names of his unborn children. Yes. Um, and Kurt's, uh, so Kurt says that. And he's like, oh, if Will wasn't there, I I never would have had the courage to raise my unborn children. Yes. And then and uh, Blaine pops in being like, we used a surrogate. And then Quinn pops in on the other side saying, I donated the egg. Yes. Um, yeah, that's an interesting choice on their part. I mean, she is successful choosing quinn yeah uh well i mean her nose that's true she does have some nice features and also she is she is going to an ivy league school so you know she and did you saw how her body has bounced back that's very true teenage pregnancy that's very true um but yeah so uh there's even a little bit where sue compliments him by saying that he's very inclusive of everyone um i say compliments in a light sense because it's she does use a lot of words to describe like the different kind of quote misfits that will mm-hmm. liked. Um, but uh, then of course, Maggie, we knew this was coming. Of course. It ends with Rachel, Rachel, a Rachel closing speech, of course. Well, yes, but then she starts of in real life. Rachel is here and she starts everyone's favorite song of all time. Don't stop believing. Um, Here it is, everyone. We made it. And guess what? This is the best rendition that they have ever done, yes. but it's still what it Overdone. is. Overdone. Yeah. I, I was <laughs> thinking about it when I was rewatching this. Like, I, there was a time in my life where I liked this song. But now that we've done this, I just I just can't anymore. Like, There was a time in my life when I liked it, too. Um, and it was literally probably right after watching the pilot of Glee. Yes. Um, and then... About, I'm going to say, maybe one week to two weeks after that experience. I heard it so much. I started yes. to, yeah, I started to, um, you know, vitriol- vitriolically hate it. Yes. Um, um, I think it was partly like being in high school at that yes. time. 
Yeah. <laughs> that that led to said hatred. Yeah. Well, especially because uh, we were also in band and like those fucks are all like, oh, look, I yeah, can the- sing. And then they sing Journey. And you're like, that doesn't prove anything. Um, yeah. And the insipid assholes who are like, let's listen to Don't Stop Believing on the Bus. And I'm like, let's not. <laughs> let's all sing along to Don't Stop Believing on the Bus. And you're like, we did that like 20 minutes ago. Can we not? Um, but can we really not? Please, please, I beg of you, can we not? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, sorry for all the shade we just threw at all of our high school compatriots, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Those comrades are not listening to this. Probably. I don't know. If you are, you know what you did. <laughs> um. So, uh, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel starts the song. Obviously, she keeps the main part that Rachel has always had yes. in this song. Yes. Of course, um, because she's a part of something special, and that makes her special. Because she is uh, the, the lead solo. Yeah, but um, Kurt... There's also oh. a bit where, at the end of the video, she's like, Will's name is tattooed on all of our hearts. Yes. That's a weird way to put it, but... What? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kurt sings the butch boy yes. part at the beginning. He sounds really good. Well, also, my, my only note, like, my thing was like, she laughs at this, which seems like a very shoe thing to do. Um, even though like he sounds, he does like really good, yeah. much better than Finn ever did. Mm. Yep. <sighs> and then, uh, and then the the lead moves to Artie because we have the OG Glee here. It's the five, the five people who were on stage. Minus fan, of course, but... Um, Mercedes, yeah. Kurt, Artie, Rachel, Tina. Yes, and then uh, then it adds in the rest of the people from that were there by the end of season one. So Quinn and Puck and Santana and Brittany. Um, and then it adds in everyone else because Sam gets the lumped glabies. in with the glabies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Will jumps in yes. to take the role, to take the um, main singing bit, and he does a T pose yes. <laughs> right in the middle of the stage. Oh my god! Uh, like, but yeah, that's such and, a uh, Will thing. Like, he does it, and you're like, <laughs> of course, of course, you did. Um, yeah. And there's like a bit where the good dancers are all featured. Yes. I did it. So I did Jake and yeah. Mike and Brittany and Kitty and Will all dance together. I liked that a lot. I like that a lot too. Mostly because the way it starts is like Mike like does like Mike does some like weird dancing that looks very complicated. And then like Will joins in with him and then Jake does a backflip and joins in with them. And then Kitty and Brittany run up and like, they're all doing the same like coordinate. It looks really cool. It's unfortunate. The backdrop is don't stop believing, but, um, is, wouldn't it be amazing if the whole cast could dance? Wouldn't it be though? Um, there's a moment <laughs> where Ryder and Jake pick up real, pick up Will Rudy style for like a second, yep. but only like, but only for like a second because then they put him back down like immediately, which makes me think that like that one, like that number they did, raise your glass, where they did all like the dance callbacks. Maybe that was a dance call forward where they pick up mm. April. Um, mm. But anyway, very interesting yeah. uh, premise. The song finishes. They ha- share a big group hug. Well, but and yeah, during the song, they the also house. well, they also did the arm thing like four times during the oh, song, of course. which I just yeah, felt, they do the arm thing, yeah, which the arm thing did originate and don't stop believing, but they did it in a myriad of numbers yes. in season one um, and into season two, of course. <laughs> yes. um, so the arm thing is definitely a callback for sure. Yeah. Uh, the song ends, they do a group hug and we see in the house, 
Holly Holiday and April Rhodes, um, congratulating themselves on a job well done, um, even though the Glee Club is definitely not saved. Um, no, but Will isn't and- sad anymore, which I think was their real goal. I- is that the goal? And uh, Holly is like, hey, April, do you want to run away together, rob a bank, and jump and jump aboard a gay cruise ship we'll be the only women there and we'll get all the attention and april is like i thought you'd never ask so they they go off to start a life of seafaring crime well together yes which i believe would be called piracy but um (laughs) you're you're right (laughs) but um my favorite thing is this is so like and stick with me here this is so very touched by an angel because they are like backlit <laughs> and they have like they're wearing like one of them's wearing like all white and the other one's wearing like all black and yeah like they're like literally like sitting there congratulating themselves on like this job well done of like saving a life or whatever and that i was is like very touched by an angel yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like what the fuck and then they have their line about stealing from a bank and then like running away on a cruise ship and i was like this is so weird <laughs> But I love it. I'm, I mean, I'm about it. I'm glad that these characters do get, um, like, a little bit of an ending scene together. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And I, I like their future of seafaring crime. I'm hope I'm hoping we get, like, one callback. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> where, where they show up in, like, literal pirate outfits. Oh, my God. Just like, here we are. <laughs> yes. Um, here we are. That Facebook page had, had a group meeting. <laughs> so here we are. But there, yeah. we didn't mention last episode. They know each other because of a, of a Facebook page. Yes. That has all the, the glee. Um, I guess guests. Guess yes. On it, so Blaine's brother, Cooper Anderson, uh, um, Rachel's mom, uh, Ricky, Ricky Martin. Yes. <laughs> yep. No. It. I. I'm sad we didn't get more of them. But like to be fair, I guess they wanted to focus on the actual characters in the show rather than just have tons of like haymaker guest stars. But anyway. I think they got the ones that they could get. Yeah, fair enough. Um, So then we move to the next scene. This is the last scene for the Glabies, I assume, because they're all having their, like, parting lines about... Yes, as as is mentioned in the Wikipedia page, um, this is the last uh, showing of Melissa Benoist on Glee, mm. but she is cred- credited for the rest of the season. Okay, interesting. So... Oh, so that means yep. Marley isn't isn't the one. We can start... We can start knocking out which members of the Glabies are going to be going to be showing up in New York, huh? Um, but yeah, so uh, they have some like, I, and to be fair, like it's nice. They're cleaning up the Glee room for the last time. They're all wearing like nice outfits because it turns out this is right before graduation. Um, but uh, Kitty and Unique have a couple lines back and forth to be like, oh, we're actually friends. And um, then... Uh, Marley and Ryder have some junk about how, like, Sue can never take away what we had. What they what they made yeah. and <laughs> the, the special time they had and how being a part of something special makes them special. Yeah. Uh, Tina yells at them for being late. Yes. <laughs> she runs in in her grad robes and is like, you have to come see my big moment. Um. And then they share a group hug, yes. the Glabies group hug. It is cute. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they're all friends now and that um, Kitty doesn't seem to be a raging. such a heinous racist. <laughs> a raging racist. Um, but then we move to graduation in the auditorium. Um, it looks like there are approximately, I don't know, 20 seniors that are graduating, um, which I guess <laughs> makes about as much sense as anything else at McKinley. 
Um, the so it's all of the seniors in Glee. So that's uh, uh, Tina, Artie, Blaine, Sam, um, and then Becky is also graduating, and Guitar Boy, yep. who looks like Dak Shepard, is also graduating. Guitar Boy. Well. Oh, but he's gonna be separated from that, Ryder. His that was true love. That was my that was my comment when we watched it the first time. I was like, "Oh no, he and Ryder won't be together anymore." Um, but uh, there's a bit when Tina, when Tina's name is called uh, uh, Rachel, and I think Will hold up signs that say Queen T forever. <laughs> I I don't think it was Will. I think it. I don't remember who it was, but I think it, it was definitely another like old glee person like it maybe kurt or something yeah. they hold up signs yes um and everyone cheers for becky yep. there's a lot of cheering and then on stage tina turns to the guys and it's like guys i can't go to new york with you and they're like tina no we trust you like you're gonna do great you don't need a plan and tina's like guys no i got a call from the dean of <laughs> the dean of uh, admissions at brown i'm going to brown and they're all really excited for her yes. and they group hug yes um so there is a person of color knocked down from the new york list <laughs> yes um <laughs> yeah and then Brittany s pierce also surprise graduates yes <laughs> uh, and santana tells Brittany like oh i pulled some strings with sue because you deserve to graduate even if it is a year late here's your robe and your hat yes um and then uh yeah so she gets up there and then we we get like a full wide picture of all of these people um with sue announcing that this is the mckinley high school class of 2013 um Woof. It, this aired in what? Like 2014. 2014. It was March. It was the end of March, but yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, so then we go back to Britannia. They're having a conversation in a bathroom. Of course. Sure. But the hot spot for uh, this episode. It's the new lockers, Maggie. I don't know don't know why it couldn't be you know the lockers outside even well they don't no, Maggie, it's in a bathroom they don't have lockers anymore so they can't chat at lockers bathroom is the only place sure. that makes sense Brittany's also like taking a selfie i guess of herself in in the robe in the bathroom I, it's weird sure yeah. um so Brittany is like oh great are you excited to go on our trip and santana says yes we are going to go to lesbos but i did some research it's just german tourists it's not just lesbians yes um so instead we're gonna go to lesbos for a little while then we're gonna go to hawaii and then you're gonna come to new york with me yes and Brittany is like yay that's exactly what i wanted yes. and they they hug and kiss they have all yay have a little smooch um so then we move to a scene the end question mark um sue approach uh, so sue comes into the choir room all that's left here is just the piano bench not the piano though yep. so it seems like a weird thing just, the bench. just seems, seems like a weird thing to leave um but will is sitting on it and sue arrives and offers him a razzle dazzle wine cooler um which she has saved from the 80s sure um <laughs> and so uh so they have a little chat and sue compliments will calling him a worthy adversary for Sue Sylvester. She's been searching for one her whole life. And he was the first yeah, person. She, yeah. She laments the end of the fight. Yeah. Um, not really the end of the Glee Club. Just more yes. upset that it's she can't fight with Will anymore. Yeah. And 
Uh, she says that Will is a bad, a bad history teacher and an even worse <laughs> Spanish teacher. Yes. And um, that he needs to be teaching a glee club to be an effective human being. Yes. And um, tells him that she got an interview for him at Carmel High as the director of vocal adrenaline yes which will's like oh we can't i can't do that there are mortal enemies and sue is like our doesn't really fit anymore which it's never mm. been addressed but it will got fired right like will has to be fired as fuck did did he i mean she does say history teacher in like the past tense. exactly um like yeah he had to have gotten fired there's no way he's a bad teacher like <laughs> anyway so yeah. he tastes the wine cooler, yes. the aged wine cooler, and it's bad. bad. And Sue's like, oh, yeah, that's why they went out of business. I'll just take that. Yes. And uh, <laughs> she she exits. And Will hallucinates some past lines, yep. has some auditory hallucinations, you know, with Rachel being like, I'm a part of something special. And yeah. Kurt being like, oh, you accept me. Yeah, you, let, you gave us a space <laughs> for all us gay and lesbian kids. But and then there's some lines from from Finn yep. being like, "Oh well, we we took a poll and we all want to win this for you." Yeah, and um, yeah, all this stuff. He bows. Yep. To the empty room, and then goes over to the lights, turns them off, exits, closes the door, yep. and we stay in the darkened choir room for a moment. And then the episode is over. Well, and while we're in the dark and quiet room, we we f- we go back to the piano bench and we hear some just like bodiless cheering from random like Glee folks. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's an effective ending. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely something. I think they could have done something worse. Yes. So this is fine. <laughs> exactly. I also I like that you say that he has auditory hallucinations. I wrote down bodiless voices. Um, cause I'm not convinced. I don't know it, what direction that thing's going. We've, this is McKinley, Maggie. Weird shit happens True. all the time. Um, you're right. Uh, it could be just like the, the ghosts, not the ghosts, but like the lingering the, presence. The spectral energy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the choir room is, is no more. It is a computer lab now. The New Directions is finished and we are in the new era. Oh my God. Of Glee. In the middle of a season. Um, great, (laughs) great. Um, just get ready. There's a time jump. Okay. Yep. So Maggie, before we get, before we talk Mm -hmm. about that, we have to, we have to finish up this episode, but we got to start with the, I don't know about much these days. I think podcast business is going to be okay. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Don't stop. Podcast business. Podcast business. I don't know. I just can't. But it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Gold stars are important. Because gold gold stars stars are a metaphor metaphor for me being a star. Hiding somewhere in the podcast business. (laughs) I just did the arm thing. Oh, nice. You missed it. Because it's auditory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, the first thing, of course, as usual, is the gold star. So, Mm -hmm. Maggie, who are you going to give a gold star to this episode? There's not a lot of good choices. Nope. Uh, it's really ensemble for a lot of the episode. Yep. Which makes it hard to like pick a gold star. I agree, but um, that's never stopped um, us before. So I think I'm gonna choose 
Tina. Okay, nice. <laughs> I mean, she did. Tina. She is. She was one of the um, producers of Chums. So exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. All for the Chums cold open, <laughs> um, but also for you know her performance throughout. Even though she definitely tried to lie to get into college. Um, yes. I'm just worried that this is going to be really the last time we see her. The, not the last time we see her, but definitely the last like Tina focused yeah. story. Yeah. Um. So Tina, it is. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna split mine between Santana and Brittany. Um, Santana was my other choice. kind of a a dillweed, but like I still love her. And Brittany, of course, is amazing in this episode because Brittany is just like, "Hey, Santana, stop being stupid." And then Santana's like, "Okay." Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so then, let's move on to the next piece, Maggie. The best number. Best number. Our options are, I am changing, party all the time, loser like me, acoustic reprise, be okay, just give me a reason, a reason, a reason, and just give me a raisin. A raisin. Just a raisin, <laughs> and- please. I'm hungry. <laughs> Don't stop believing. Yes. I am going to choose party all the time. <laughs> what a choice, though. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, it does get stuck in your head. I will give you that one. My girl likes to party, party all the time. Party all the time. Oh, my God. Party all the time. Podcast business all the time. <laughs> That's the one I should have done. Fuck. You can cut it over um, there. It's fine. Um, So... Yeah, I, I I love the bubbles. Yes. I love the outfits. The energy was great. Yes, I agree. Um, my best number I picked B O K. Um, yeah. just because you know it's light, it's airy. I love Santana and Rachel being friends. I loved it back when they were actually friends, and I love it now that they're being fake friends. Which is just like, <laughs> you know, we don't care anymore. Our plot isn't going anywhere. So that's it. Um, and I, I I think I would have liked B O K better if it had had been the last yes yeah number just swap the puck and quinn number with this one just swap them yeah um yeah i agree i like yeah that's part of it too that's the reason i'm kind of picking those best numbers i'm like glee you should have you should have ended on this note um (laughs) but they didn't so maggie that leaves us with the last piece of podcast business um what is Mm -hmm. your rating out of five slushies for this episode i'm gonna give it two yeah out of five it was like kind of a lackluster episode in general just really not not very direction not very like direction no yeah Um, yeah no kidding sort of a mess but i loved the chums cold open (laughs) i thought that was hilarious yes and um there are parts that i really liked i thought the temple grandin thing was like i i did like sort of giggle yeah partly out of like just astonishment that they would do this yes uh, yes um and you know the don't stop believing i knew it was coming yeah it is the best rendition they've ever done but i am kind of pissed off that rachel sang all of the solo <laughs> yes mm, and if if we're gonna be honest like a real like full circle of the glee club would have been them singing don't rock the boat oh my really God. good yes absolutely <laughs> yeah um i'm also giving it two out of five slushies i i agree with a lot of what you said the other thing too it's a like it's pretty will centric because this i hope is will's last appearance in the show sorry Matthew i don't Morrison. think it's his last appearance 
completely, but it is definitely last time he's like about a major character. I hope. Um, I th- I would hope so. Yeah. Um. But like, I mean, I can't not enjoy the fact that it's over. Kind of like it's weird that we have to keep doing the <laughs> podcast because like Glee is dead. Like Glee died. Um. And I don't want to say long live Glee. Long live but- Glee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, like also, I don't give two shits about Puck and Quinn, and like they have like a whole thing together, and I'm just like, I don't care. Um, and like, yeah, I just, you're right that it feels very directionless. It feels like they just kind of had to like, they're like, okay, everything's wrapped up now, everything's done. And th- they don't really do callbacks to like the history no. of this club. Um, really in the slightest. <laughs> no, which it's why it's why it's weird. It wasn't like last episode and this episode are more like interconnected, you know, like last episode, I guess was there. This is the past. Like we've done the past stuff. So this episode is like, now we're going to do the future kind of by just setting everything up for when we jump to try to match time, you know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> to try to match current time. Yep. Um, yeah, well, with all of that said, two slushies from each of us leaves this episode. I mean, it's not bad. At, it's not bad. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Um, the only part that I would recommend watching is Chums. <laughs> yes. And um, party all the time if a, you're really feeling it. Um, I guess. Yeah. I, the only thing I would say is that the Glabies like bowing out was so pathetic. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's just not a great um like when 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 we had talked about it like when viewers had like told us stuff about it I was like, "Oh, so we're going to actually have like wrapping up their plot lines." Nope. Nope. They just are like, "No. We're all friends now. Bye." Well, they they can't take away what they what we've learned here and everything we've had, which is what? I'm going to go be an accountant now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it was fine. It was not great, but it wasn't the worst <laughs> episode they've ever made, so thank God no. for that wasn't drastically offensive except for the one temple granted thing maybe yeah yep okay yeah yeah so um that leaves us with the end of this episode um so we have uh we 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 will be back next week of course glee while the glee club might be over our podcast most certainly is not we still have to address whatever comes next which god knows um (laughs) but it'll be season five episode 14 new new york um so maybe in the future with Futurama type stuff. That'd be cool. Um, Ooh, cool. <laughs> but yeah, so then, uh, so, but in the meantime, you can always reach out to us. You can reach out to us on Twitter at SNMHateGlee um, or by email, SNMHateGlee at gmail.com. We love hearing from people, um, especially even if it's not necessarily related to Glee. Um, we had someone reach out to us about another Ryan Murphy show, which is really cool. Um, and we love to hear things like that too. So, um, what, what was the Ryan Murphy show they reached out about? Let me what was check it? really quick. Talk about Instagram for a second. You can hit us up on our Instagram at SNM Hakely or on our Patreon page. That's SNM Hakely. Uh, you can search that in the uh, like bar or Sam and Maggie Hakely or the slash is patreon.com slash SNM Hakely. Uh, if you decide to donate to us, you can help us in making donations to the Trans Law Center. That's where we're donating right now uh, because. We want to make the world a uh, more habitable space for trans people. Um, that's 
that's the goal for our donations right now. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, uh, we we heard from Noah K, who told us about Popular, which is the first Ryan Murphy show ever created. Um, and is a lot of the same like popularity in high school clicks the, the themes that were in Glee. Um, and apparently it's all on YouTube. So um, I'll give this a watch. Wow. Um, I haven't watched it yet. That they, they sent us a link to their favorite episode. It's called Caged. Um, it does sound delightful. So I am, I'm going to check this should out. We, but... Should we wait until we finish Glee and do that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do that. <laughs> we got to do something. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I have been thinking about that. Like, every now and then I'll be like, wow, you know, this is going to end at some point And I won't have to watch Glee every week. And, yes. Um it's just like going to be a whole new world. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I'm not ready, which is why I'm glad the show isn't ending yet. Um, we'll figure that out when we figure it out. But we're we're not ready to turn off the lights on our podcast and solemnly walk away. No. Um, but next week, along those lines, we're going to be back. And we're going to talk about New New York. But until then, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>